Hey, my name is Alyssa Wolf, and as a chronic pain specialist, I am on a mission to empower you to tackle your chronic pain naturally by uncovering hidden truths about pain and exposing the deeper cause. I aim to help you transform your relationship with pain because you've been in this relationship for long enough and you deserve better. You just need a little help to get out of it. And that is what the Chronic Pain Breakup Podcast is all about. I'll be busting pain management myths, teaching you some of the mind-blowing neuroscience of pain, and help you overcome some of the roadblocks that are keeping you from seeing real, long-term improvements in pain. Stick with me, and in no time, you'll learn the keys to breaking up with stubborn pain so you can get back to doing what makes you, you, and living your fearless and fulfilling life. So if you have chronic pain and are looking for no-fluff, natural, science-backed pain relief solutions, pull up a seat and get cozy because you are in the right place. Let's get started. All right. So I want to talk about physical therapy because physical therapy is super important, but many of you have tried it and haven't gotten the kind of results that you wanted. You still have pain. You wouldn't be here if you didn't have pain still. So today I want to talk about why physical therapy doesn't work, why PT doesn't seem to work for people with chronic pain and why physical therapy has failed you. Anytime we're talking about pain, whether it's chronic pain or acute pain, we need to be talking about physical therapy, right? So many of the people I talk to who have chronic pain have shared that their experience with physical therapy was a negative one or somewhat neutral of an experience. And so I think it's important that we talk about this problem and that we talk about why physical therapy doesn't work and why it's failing people with chronic pain. And so if you've done physical therapy, You know, maybe you got a little bit better, uh, but only saw some short-term improvements. And really, as soon as you stopped doing the PT on a regular basis, the pain came right back. Or maybe you felt like you were a little bit stronger, you had better range of motion, but your pain was really no different. Or maybe you felt like you actually were worse after doing physical therapy. Like that happens also. Uh, But no matter what your experience was, it just didn't have the effects that you were hoping for. And so sometimes what's worst is that you may have even had a physical therapist almost blame you for not getting better. And in the healthcare system, when someone doesn't get better after trying physical therapy, we actually say that the patient has failed physical therapy. And that sounds really brutal, doesn't it? The patient has failed physical therapy. So all of the blame is put on the patient as if it wasn't the physical therapy that failed. It was the patient who failed. And so as a doctor of physical therapy, I hate to admit that some physical therapists will blame your lack of progress on you not doing the exercises enough right? Like, oh, you're not feeling better. Well, uh, I know I said that you should be doing three sets of 10. I meant really you should be doing three sets of 10, three times a day, right? You're not better because you're not doing the exercises enough. Or what's worse is that sometimes some physical therapists will actually justify the pain saying that if you're hurting more after doing the PT, well, that means it's working, right? No pain, no gain, right? And I'll admit that there was a time in my career where I said those things to patients and I regret saying that. And I am deeply sorry to those patients of mine who I've said those things to in the past. And also the reason I said those things 
that if pain is worse, it means that it's working. The only reason any PT would say that or why I said that is because we didn't know any better. I didn't know any better. I didn't actually have an answer or an explanation for why you weren't getting better or why you hurt more. And so the closest thing that I could come up with that could explain this sort of response, this increase in pain after doing only a few simple physical therapy exercises was that it had to be muscle soreness, like normal delayed onset muscle soreness or DOMS. And maybe you're just so out of shape that those muscles, that those exercises made you super sore. Or maybe you just don't know the difference between muscle soreness and pain. And that was where my mind went as a PT, because I didn't fully understand what was going on in the bodies, in the nervous systems of people with chronic pain. And this happens to on all of us, honestly, when we don't know information, we tend to fill in the gaps with what we think could be going on. We make our best guess. So it's not your physical therapist's fault that they're trying to rationalize why you have more pain after doing their PT or why you're not getting better. They're trying to rationalize, rationalize the situation and make sense of the situation based on the only information they were taught. All of us humans do this. We make our best educated guesses. But what I want you to know, and this is something that is important, and you can, in fact, you can share this with your physical therapist or your doctor the next time you see them. What I want you to know is that if you hurt more, that doesn't mean it's working. And doing more of the exercises that cause you pain won't make you get better faster. So the problem is that chronic pain involves some changes in the nervous system that alert your muscle activation patterns right? They change your muscle, your activation patterns. So there are really two big changes that happen. Number one are small posture muscles and the muscles that stabilize your joints are neurologically inhibited. And number two is that the muscle tone and muscle tension gets increased in the big body mover muscle groups. Okay, so the little muscles that stabilize our joints and help us maintain upright posture and help you with your posture during things like walking and standing for long periods of time, those muscles are neurologically shut off. So for example, your rotator cuff muscles, which are a, a set of four small muscles that stabilize your shoulder, those muscles are going to be inhibited. Those are the muscles that stabilize your joint. Your multifidus muscles are also going to be inhibited. And those muscles you probably haven't even heard of, but those are muscles that are these little itty bitty muscles that attach to your spine. They connect from one vertebrae to the next, and they help stabilize your spine and coordinate fine-tuned movements of the spine. And so those muscles are turned down. The activation of those muscles is turned down. So you're less likely to be able to activate those muscles, those little joint stabilizer muscles, even if you're trying to do so with your physical therapy exercises. This is very well researched and well understood that these little stabilizer muscles are less active and due to prolonged inactivity, they get weaker. And also, the muscle tone gets turned up in those big body mover muscles, like the upper traps, 
the hip flexors and the big back strap muscles that run up and down the sides of your spine from your head all the way down to your sacrum, the nervous system is going to turn up the muscle tone and tension in those big body mover muscles. Okay. So this causes you to feel super tense all the time. You feel like you need to stretch. You feel stiff. You feel like you have knots in your muscles. Your muscles feel like rocks and your massage therapist and your chiropractor all say that you have the tightest muscles they've ever felt. This is partly because those muscles are being told to be tense by the nervous system. And you could almost think of this increased tension as a form of a protective response because it is, it is part of your body's protective response. Those muscles are tense and ready to fight, flee, or freeze at any moment. They're ready to protect you. They're guarding a potential injury or a potentially fragile structure. They're stabilizing you or they're trying to stabilize you and they're holding on tight for dear life. So they're going to be tight. They're going to be tense and they're going to cause pain and they're overworked and fatigued because if, if they're always tight, they're always on, they're going to also put mechanical pressure on the nerves that pierce through those muscles right? So the tension in those muscles can cause headaches and nerve pain in the legs and the arms. And so with all of this going on, no amount of physical therapy, stretching, manipulations, rolling, releasing, injecting, none of that is going to relieve this kind of tension. And if it does, it only has a short-term impact. You can't really have any long-term effects on that tension because the nervous system is going to keep the muscle tension in those muscle groups high. Now, the other problem is, and the other reason why physical therapy doesn't work is this problem involves those little muscle groups that are being neurologically inactivated. So remember, I said that the little muscles that stabilize our joints and help us with our fine-tuned movements and help us with posture, those muscles are actually going to be inhibited. And one of the goals of physical therapy, for the most part, most of the time at least, is to help you strengthen those muscles. Now, and I, I don't know of many physical therapists that won't tell you to start working on your posture or your core or your rotator cuff or your hip abductors, your glute med, right? Because we know those muscles to be weak. They are weak. But the problem is that when we try to exercise or strengthen those muscles and they're not be getting activated, what happens is the body will naturally compensate to complete the movement. What we tend to see is those big body mover muscles will kick on first and will take over the movement. So even while you're trying to strengthen your little joint stabilizer muscles, you may be exacerbating the issue. Because those big muscles kick on, because they're already primed and ready, they're getting overactivated by the nervous system. So they kick on and those little muscles that are being inhibited don't kick on. So they stay weak. And with this compensatory movement pattern, joint mechanics are off. And so you start to exacerbate these, this muscle imbalance because you're now you're overusing the already overused and overactive big body mover muscle groups. And this makes you more sore and more tired and more achy. And the same thing goes for when you try to work on your posture, right? Like how many of you have been told to work on your posture? So while you're trying to sit up straight or stand up straight for long periods of time, the larger overactive muscle groups are kicking on 
They're already sore and tired and achy and stiff. And now you're forcing them to hold you upright when they're not meant to do that. The little posture muscles that are already weak won't kick on. And so you're only making this problem worse. The other thing to remember too, is that every time you experience pain, that is reinforcing and strengthening those pain pathways in your nervous system. Okay. So just like you can learn to ride a bike as you practice that activity of riding the bike, you start to develop the muscle memory for that activity, right? So the muscle memory is in part, it involves you developing those synapses and those pathways in your nervous system. Those pathways get stronger and the more well rehearsed they are, they become more automatic. And so the same thing goes for pain. The more you practice pain, the stronger those pathways will get. So when a physical therapist says that if the exercises make you hurt more, that means it's working, that could be a pretty big red flag because you actually don't want to strengthen those pain pathways, right? Now, my aim with telling you all this isn't to scare you or try to convince you that physical therapy isn't good for you or you shouldn't trust your physical therapist or that you shouldn't do physical therapy. That is not my goal and not what I'm saying at all. But you need to know that physical therapy alone isn't going to address the deeper problems in your nervous system that are causing these muscle activation imbalances to happen in the first place. You need physical therapy and you need to work on retraining your nervous system. Addressing the changes in your nervous system will help to reduce pain, improve your energy, increase your activity tolerance, and will help you make you more effective when doing your physical therapy exercises and stretches. So don't skip the PT and also retrain your nervous system, okay? Now you can learn more about how to address your pain problem by addressing the deeper cause, which is your nervous system, without more pills, procedures, or physical therapy at my upcoming workshop called How to Master Chronic Pain Naturally. The workshop is happening tomorrow at 2 p.m. Central. So I'd encourage you to sign up today. There's a link to sign up in the description. And I do hope that you'll join me. So that's it for today. I'd love to for you to share with me what your experience has been with physical therapy. So send me a message and tell me a little bit about your pain experience and how things have gone for you in physical therapy. Now, thanks for listening today. Until next time. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Chronic Pain Breakup Podcast. If you found this episode helpful, make sure you subscribe so you don't miss any new episodes. And if you want to take this relationship to the next level, you can connect with me and other pain crusaders inside my private Facebook group, Battling Chronic Pain with Neuroscience, where these episodes are actually recorded live. And I'd love to hear from you. Share your questions and biggest struggles with your chronic pain recovery journey by reaching out to me on Facebook or on Instagram at Pain Crusader. Thanks again for listening and never stop learning.